Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. It is currently 1233 in Edmonton. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Man, the texts are coming in fast and furious today. I wanted to go one from my old friend. I've not heard from him for a while. The uh, Fizzler. Where did the Fizzler go? There you go. All right, here we go. Bob, uh, I think the Evander Kane ship is going to sail pretty fast if the Oilers keep lowballing them. If the Oilers don't replace the toughness of Kane, Cassian, and Archibald, then they don't make it out of the first round next year. That one comes to us from the Fizzler. Well, or maybe you could go out and go sign. Um, wow, what's going on there? Can you hear that ringing? That's... Do I got the thing keyed up too high? What do you think? Uh, we're going to figure this out. <laughs> uh, anyhow, that is through going on. There we go. That's going on the air now. We're going to work our way around it. We're going to bring in Sportsnet Spec for the horses and horse racing in Alberta. The 7,000 men and women uh, employed in the horse racing industry presenting live thoroughbred racing Friday and Saturday at the Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Uh, parking and admission are free. For more information, visit thehorses.com. Hello, Mark Spector. How are you doing? Good, Bobby. I'm just down here at uh, Rogers. They're they're settling in for the Duncan Keith Presser at one o'clock, and it's actually kind of interesting. Uh, just talking to Bob Nicholson, they got a, a whole bunch of seats in the back of the press conference for all their development yes. camp kids to come watch, and they're going to sit all those kids in there, and they're going to watch a Hall of Famer uh, do his retirement press conference. And you know what? If I'm a kid like Reed Schaefer or Tulio or Fanti or one of those young guys, it's probably a pretty cool experience, I would think. So, Mark, let's do this. Uh, the orders made, in fact, it was a year ago today, I think, that the trade was made. Uh, really? Because free agency was July 20th. You'd have to look it up. Anyhow, uh, at the end of the day, how do you think it ended up working out with Duncan Keith for the year? Oh, outstanding, right? Outstanding. You know, you, you got a guy that, that anchored your defense all year. In the second pairing, that's what he was. You weren't getting, you were never getting Norris Trophy Duncan Keith. You're getting the, the older Duncan Keith with lots of experience and lots of game left still. So he anchors your second pairing all year. He settles in next to Bouchard. Bouchard's game goes north the minute the two start playing together. And then you get to the playoffs and your best left side defenseman is playing with a torn hip flexor and someone's got to eat up a bunch of minutes and matchups that Darnell Nurse was just unable to. Yep. And Duncan Keith was there and the proof's in the pudding. They walked through Calgary in five. They came back on LA and you know what? They didn't beat they didn't beat uh, Colorado when neither did Tampa. So neither did I anybody. Not, neither did anybody. You tell me how it could have gone better, Bob. I'd like to hear it. Yeah, it, it's funny because and I put a tweet out yesterday. And by the way, Brendan, it's the the audio quality is way better for me right now. Whatever you're doing, so that's good. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, Spec, 
I put a tweet out on Sunday about the Maple Leafs not, you know, only having one of their last four first round draft choices and, you know, trading away one of them for Jake Muzzin. All right, you got a legitimate top four D man, but you gave up two other guys that are on LA's team plus a first round pick. Then they traded a number one for Rental and Nick Felino, and then they traded a number one in the draft to get rid of Peter Morazic. And right. all I hear about from the geniuses in Toronto is, you know, oh, you guys are old and, uh, uh, decrepit, uh, you know, your management structure. Well, the Oilers have held on to all their number one picks, Mark. They're, they're mm-hmm. sitting there. Uh, you know, they got Broberg from 19. They got uh, Holloway from 20. They got Borgo from 21. Our fan base doesn't want to entertain any possible conversation. Like, when I, when I sit there and say spec, well, you know, Josh Anderson from Montreal, the, the starting ask from the Canadians is going to be Borgo. Everyone's like, not a chance to do that deal. You know, they love Borgo. And now, uh, you know, now they got Reed Schaefer. So it's it's funny, like, it, we we seem to have, and it, you know, Ken Holland's sitting there with a 620 uh, points percentage as a GM. The Oilers, have, their team's gotten better every year, and yet the moves still get criticized all the time. Maybe that's just a byproduct of how much passion's in the market, Morgan. I don't know. But you recall well, this deal. This was not a deal. This was a deal that was panned by a lot of the pundits out there. Yeah, it was the cap space, right? It was the cap space. You know, it was it was the expectation that the Chicago Blackhawks should have eaten a portion of the $5.5 million cap space. The, the Chicago Blackhawks said in a business sense, hey, you're only paying them a, a million and a half. We've already paid his whole salary. So the business guys won over the, out, over the cap guys. And I'm, I'm here to tell you. History tells us that, that Ken Holland could have found a better deal. He could have found the 25% that, that Ottawa picked up on Matt Murray's contract and had Chicago pick up that 25%. I get that, and I'm not disputing that that happened. But once that contract is signed, I think what happened for you – know, what, what you're seeing, Bob, and what you're describing is people who can't separate the cap hit from the player. You know, I'm here to tell you, Miko Koskinen was two things last season. He was an unbelievable backup goalie who carried the orders through a long stretches where their number one guy was hurt. And he was also overpaid as the orders backup. Those two things can both be true. So Duncan Keith's cap hit, you know, was higher than you wanted it to be. That's true. And I'm not saying it's not. But watch. once we agree on that, now let's talk about the second part of how he performed on the ice for the Edmonton Oilers in the games that he played. And in my mind, he was absolutely everything and more the Oilers could have asked for from that acquisition. Yeah, he's the type of guy, I think, Mark, that you want to try to keep in your organization a little bit, you know? I think you... I think you want to do that. Like, oh, perhaps you know he might sure. he might be able to assist a team down the road on the development side if he so desires. I, I'm not sure he needs to do that or wants to do that. All right. Uh, the immediate question is how do you how do you replace Duncan Keith? And I think a lot of the fans thought, well, Brett Kulak can do that. Today, Frank Cervelli uh, reporting from. Um, uh, you know, uh, Frank's obviously as plugged-in media member as there is out there from Daily Faceoff, yeah. saying that uh, it appears as though Kulak's going to be going to market. Was Brett Kulak not a guy you had at your golf tournament? No, he's he lives in Canmore and he summers there. And I've invited him several times, but he's not come. I know him through a family friend. Okay. I got nothing but good things to say about him. But no, he has not been at my golf tournament. All right. So tell me this: uh, Is there a possibility he meanders into free agency and then circles back to Edmonton? What do you think? Well, here's what I think. 
it is obvious to me, I reported some time ago that he was looking for four years at 2.5 per. Um, and I would say to you that if that is accurate, and I think it is, the Oilers have decided that they didn't like either the term or the number. That's why they couldn't Sorry, make what it. Was the, what was the term and the number? I had the term at four years, 2.5. Uh, that's not bad money. Maybe it's more term than you want to give. Listen, I'm not here to grade that. I'm here to tell you that if they couldn't make a deal with the Oilers, Edmonton didn't like one of two things, the term or the money. So here's what happens. Brett Kulak and his agent say, hey, we can do better somewhere else. And they're going out into the market. Well, let's see if they could do better somewhere else. To your question, will he circle back? He'll only circle back if he can't get his term and his money from somebody else. Yeah, right? see, Mark, i got to tell you, I, I think that four times 2.5 can be done with Edmonton. So that's why I find well, that maybe, okay. maybe the goalposts have moved a little bit here. Maybe the goalposts have moved, and maybe my source on that was coming in earlier, and that was about a week ago. Maybe it's changed since then. Who knows, Bob? Yeah. I'm not sitting in the table. All right. Uh, do you follow Tim Peel? Oh, of course, yeah. Did you find his comments on Evander Kane interesting? Well, he seems to have some kind of an in on, on Evander Kane. I don't know whether that's with Dan Milstein or I don't know how that works, pal, but he seems to know what's going on there, doesn't he? Tim Peel has just put out a tweet within the last couple hours. I've been told that the Edmonton Oilers are currently working on a five-year deal for Evander Kane. Also, if Calgary is unable to sign Johnny Goodrow, Evander Kane may end up signing in Calgary. Now, uh, Peel yesterday tweeted out, hearing that the Edmonton Oilers, so we're going to, so yesterday uh, Peel tweeted out, and Peel is the guy spec that had Evander Kane coming to Edmonton when Kane was a free agent during the season. Yes. Uh, Yesterday, Tim Peel tweeted out, hearing that the Edmonton Oilers have offered Evander Kane a four-year deal in the mid $4 million range, would have to think that's not enough to sign him. Um... And then Peel goes on to say, I'm sure Connor McDavid wants him on the wing. Well, now Peel is saying today that the Oilers are currently working on a five-year deal for Kane. What do you think on Evander Kane? What do you think happens there? Well, here's what I think is going on with Evander Kane out there in the larger NHL world. Teams are afraid of term at Evander Kane, right? Evander Kane's camp is going to be working hard on term. This is a guy who scored at a 42-goal pace in the regular season, and his 13 goals ended up in the playoffs, 13 playoff goals, left him tied for the playoff goal-scoring lead with Nathan McKinnon, who played one more round. And his name is Nathan McKinnon. He's kind of a superstar. So guys who score like that, Bob, as you know, they're like eight, nine million dollar players here. You know, Johnny Goodrow scored forty. He's out in the out in the looking for nine million a year. So I guess I'd say this to you. You know, Evander Kane's camp's looking for some term. They're trying to find term out there, and they're trying to find teams that would give it to them. Uh, thus, I see if, you, if you're telling me Ken Holland's gone from four years to five years, that probably buttresses what I'm saying here. So that's, I guess, is my question: is you know, what's more important to Evander, term, money over that term, or the whole thing? You know, his his financial issues are well documented, and he may be the guy that just goes somewhere, anywhere that gives him the most money. Or maybe, maybe he's in a position to say, you know what, I'll take a little less to play in Edmonton because there might be something here, something else here I'm looking for, a Stanley Cup. He told me, uh, ironically, during Game 4 of the Oilers-Colorado series, because as you know, he's suspended, he told me point blank, uh, you know, winning was a priority for him. It wasn't just going to be about money. The opportunity to win for a player at his age is always a factor. So Good. I take, well, that's, I take that works. at his word for that. So, hey, uh, Listen, this guy is, and I'm the, the first guy to have written this history, and we're not going to talk about it again. Find it on the Internet. I've not ignored it. 
but I'm going to tell you, as a hockey player, there's there he's almost a unicorn. Guys that can score like him, trade pucks with a skilled player like McDavid, who can skate like him, and who are as tough as him. I mean, that guy almost doesn't exist anymore in the game, Bob, does he? Yeah, no. How many, how many guys out there do you compare to Vander Kane on all those fronts? All right, Mark, we're going to have a little bit of fun here. Uh, we've got Al May coming up because we believe the Washington Capitals are the leader at the clubhouse right now. By the way, you were spotted at a clubhouse yesterday. A couple guys have texted me to say they watched you golf yesterday. It was a very frightening performance. It wasn't very good. Yeah, no, it wasn't great. That, that's Too busy working. Haven't I played enough golf in all this rain, Bob? Uh, I know that's the game a together. complete shock uh, to hear that you're too busy working. Wait I, a second. I, I, hold on, hold on. Stop this guy. Is this Bob Stoffer criticizing someone else's golf game? Is I'm that what I'm hearing here? for a life. That's what I'm hearing? I'm the, <laughs> like, I'm the worst that? golfer alive. Gregor is going to criticize my hair? Is that Cam Moon's going to criticize my hair? Is that what's going to happen next? <laughs> I can criticize your hair. You can, but not my golf game. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you want to lace them up, I might be fat. I can still run over you for fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. You, and you know I would. Even oh, yeah, okay, where are we going here, Bobby? I don't even know. Oh, we're going to go to Jack Campbell, the goaltending <laughs> situation. We got LMA coming up. Uh, we're looking at uh, Darcy Camper, I, I think is going to end up in Washington. Washington moves out bolts. Uh uh, Vanacek and now Sam Sonoff. So they're both gone. Obviously, they weren't happy with their goaltending this year. Um, I think they're going to get Kemper. The, the Leafs went. What did, what did you think of that deal for Matt Murray? I don't get the deal. I'll, I'll say two things. I admire Dubas giving up exactly nothing to get the player. Right, 25% retained, got a third-round pick, got a seventh-round pick, gave up future considerations. And the definition in today's NHL ball of future considerations is we aren't giving you anything in the future. That's what it means, just for the fans out there. There are no future considerations. So he made a great deal. but And I like a goalie coming in at only two years' term. But the question here is, at least they're trying to win a Stanley Cup. They need a guy that can play and Murray's injury history and his playing history over the last few years does not tell show me a guy that's going to take me through three or four rounds here. I, they're a playoff team all day because they're such a good team. They need a goalie that can win rounds. Matt Murray hasn't shown me since four years ago he can win rounds. Well, he, won, he did win two cups in Pittsburgh. All right, That Mark. was a long time ago, Bob, and several concussions and a whole bunch of neck injuries and a yeah. whole bunch of stuff, man. He ain't the same guy. Tomorrow, is Jack Campbell and Edmonton Oiler? It, it very much looks that way, Bob. It very much looks that way. I want to say this. The minute that – I don't get Washington, okay? Couldn't Samsonov or or certainly uh, the – what's the other guy? Vitacek. Vanacek. Uh, so Vanacek, excuse me. Uh, they couldn't have kept one of those guys as a backup? They had to get rid of both of them? I don't get I it. I think it's they had to get rid of both of them because they wanted – they got to go all in to get Kemper. Okay, and but they've got a certain allotment set aside for goal. I mean, I guess. circle back to Copley as well and have him be their backup. I know there are lots of NHL teams looking at Phoenix Copley as the number three goaltender. Yeah, I don't know if he's your backup, but okay. The minute that they made the trade or they let Samsonov walk, yeah. they became a real problem for the Edmonton Oilers. They became a team that was jumping in on this thing. Toronto didn't want Kemper. They weren't hanging around for Kemper. They had a car. Dubas and Campbell had a conversation. Didn't go well. So they knew they were out on both those guys. They made the Murray deal. Now you really sort of have two goalies in my eyes, Bob, Kemper and Campbell for Washington and Edmonton. I think it's going to go Kemper to Washington and Campbell to Edmonton. That's what I think. Uh, but 
you know what? UFA day can be a little bit crazy, so let's see how it goes. Mark Spector getting ready for the Duncan Keith press conference down at Rogers Place. Uh, well, uh, two more for you. Um, the first one is a scenario. So let's just say it doesn't happen for Evander Kane. There's a couple right wings out there. They're both 34 years of age. One's played mostly center in his career, and that's Claude yep. Giroux. The other one's yep. played right slash left wing, David Perron. Yep. They're both 34. They both had around 60 points last year. Who's your prefer? I would prefer Giroux, but I like Perron. Uh, I would prefer Giroux because one thing that I think that Giroux gives you, uh, I want to see some pressure taken off of Leon Dreisaitl in the most important face-off of the game uh, department. <laughs> you know, when you're leading 2-1 and there's a D-zone draw, we know who's taking that draw every single day for the orders right now. It'd be nice to have a lefty and a righty, which uh, Giroux's a right-hand shot and a 60% Sanderman. So uh, if you're asking me to choose, Bob, I'd choose Giroux. It's all about term. 34-year-old players, it's all about term. It can't go four years, five years. That's why I'm not a big Kemper fan. If you get Giroux on a two-year deal, I would sign him all day long. All right, final one for you, Mark. Um, yes, a Pulley we saw Darren Drager's report saying the Oilers were disappointed in, uh, you know, the activity on Yesapuliarvi. Here's mm-hmm. a wild one for everybody out there: Is it possible Edmonton starts the season with Puliyarvi on the roster? Yeah. Yes, it is absolutely. The market, Bob, on all of us, gentlemen, on all of us, the market tells the tale. I don't care, Bob, if you're out of work and looking for a radio job, and you find one right away and I'm out of work as a sports writer, and I'm hanging around, can't find one, the market's telling me something. So, yes, Yarvi, the market is telling Ken Holland what they think of yes, Yarvi as an acquisition. All those smart analytics teams, I don't need to name them, all the guys know who they are, none of them are making an offer that Ken Holland's willing to take. And, he, and, and Holland's not looking to hit a home run here. He just doesn't want to give a player away. So the market is, is got yes, Yarvi staying in Edmonton right now. He's been offered a QO. And there's every possibility, Bob, that he starts the season here next year because the Oilers have been peddling and peddling and peddling this player, and the market is not not loving them back, Bob. It's like me and golf. I love golf. Golf don't love me much. That's what's going on with the SC Pogliarvi right now. Speck, uh, you're going to do triple duty this week. We're going to get you to jump in tomorrow on our uh, Free Agent Frenzy show, and uh, you'll join us again on Friday. Thanks for joining us today from the Duncan Keith Press Conference. All right, Bobby. There you go. That is Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta, presenting live thoroughbred racing each Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Parking and admission are free. For more info, head to thehorses.com. And some guests on the show, winners now, receive gift certificates too, Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night of the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. 1252 in Edmonton, we're going to come back with you with your text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. This is Oilers Now. Uh, this is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Brendan Escott, uh, 1254 in Edmonton. A reminder, all season long, the Oilers Now injury report is brought to you by James H. Brown, injury lawyers, unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. Speaking of uh, Trent Brown, who, of course, was a uh, CFL All-Star and winner of a great cup with the then-named Edmonton Eskimos, the Edmonton Elks, as we got Brendan here, Did we not talk about their quarterbacking situation on yesterday's show? 
Uh, we sure did. And it was suggested that uh, perhaps Nick Arbuckle had found his way out of the good graces of Coach Jones. And here we are. Traded to Ottawa for did, a fourth round pick. Oh, did, did, didn't they give up like a second rounder to get him last uh, fall under Brock Sunderland? Was that the, do I have the right acquisition cost? Uh, I'd have to double check on right. that one. Well, we'll have you do that. And in the meantime, I'll get to some text on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Uh, this text says, What about Brendan Lemieux, please? And Connor Brown, too. Well, I like Connor Brown. Uh, the word is the Senators are looking for two second-round draft choices to get them right now. Uh, Bob, looking at the Calgary Flames, says Mike and Drumheller, they could be in big trouble. They lose Johnny. They might have to trade Matthew, too. Uh, I think Kane ultimately will re-sign in Edmonton. Well, I, I hope you're right. Um, Bob, I could see Duncan Keith as an assistant coach for the Oilers. I see Duncan more in a development role for a couple of years, maybe. I can see something like that happen. Uh, this text, Marty says, I think, uh, I personally think we have to sign Kane. He changed this team. Also, the thought of him signing in Calgary is not good. And Rosito out of Nelson, BC says, um, Bob, I would definitely go for Giroux and Perron, but not both. Uh, both aren't super fast. And watching the Avs win this year, you need speed. Uh, what about Giroux and Nachushkin? Well, you obviously missed that Nishuskin signed an eight-year extension yesterday for $49 million. Uh, Bob, do Jesse Pogliarvi, Connor Yamamoto, and Ryan McLeod have arb rights? Uh, Pogliarvi and Yamamoto have arb rights. They also have compelling cases to get, um, you know, 100% raises. Uh, Ryan McLeod does not have arb rights at this time. Again, you can uh, keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780 496 Zero zero six three. Um, Dirk says, Bob, what does it say about Jack Campbell when Kyle Dubas picks a sieve who's injury prone over him? Well, that's not totally the situation. We'll see what happens. They got to get him. Uh, and Steve says, Bob, if Calgary is offering 10, oh boy, I lost the text. Uh, oh, there it is. If Calgary is offering eight times 10 million to Johnny Hockey, which uh, I think he is not worth, and he doesn't accept it. That means Calgary has a lot of money left to potentially do uh, something else. Keep it in mind. Uh, Kia or Kai says, Bob, what about Mason Marchment? We've discussed Mason Marchment before. Needed to get Ace Mason, uh, Mason Marchment a while ago. 12.57 in Edmonton. Here's Brennan Escott. Uh, do you want to go to NHL today? Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, we haven't done that. And I also did. You get, was was it a second to get our? Oh yeah, yeah, it was because it was a conditional third round pick that they had sent, which turned into a second if Arbuckle signed right. in Edmonton, which he did. So uh, now Toronto got the negotiating rights to Chad Kelly, who might well end up being their guy moving forward, as McLeod Bethel Thompson is not leading them out of a wet paper bag right now. Oh, is anybody in the East any good in the CFL right now? No, and you know what's interesting is we have. Uh, Commissioner Ambrosi on during our, our weather delay on uh, Thursday of last week and talking about that and, and there's really no reason for it at this point other than to say that things ought to level out before the end of the year. The, the Hamilton's not supposed to be as bad as they've been so yeah. someone's right. got to figure. Alright we got 45 seconds let's do it for all the rich kids that never got the chance. It's NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing your local branded merchandise and specialists head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brennan Escott. Okay so we, we mentioned 
the Maple Leafs acquired goaltender Matt Murray from Ottawa, along with third and seventh round picks for future considerations. Ottawa retains 25% of Murray's $6.25 million cap hit. 28-year-old put up just a, a 906 save percentage in 20 appearances last year. Sens also placed Michael Delzato on waivers. Philadelphia did the same with Oscar Lindblom. Each of them expected to be bought out. Colorado did sign Valeri Nikuskin to an eight-year deal worth six point one two five million per season. Pittsburgh locking up Ricard Raquel six years at five million per. Evgeny Malkin and Johnny Goudreau expected to be the two big fish when free agency opens up tomorrow. Uh, Frank Cervalli reporting the Flames have offered Goudreau more than ten million per season. And former Red Wings coach Jeff Blaschel is uh, joining John Cooper's staff in Tampa as an assistant. All right, excellent work, Brendan. Uh, Boomer said, hey, uh, for the texter that said, what does it say that the Leafs chose Murray over Campbell? It says they cheesed off Campbell. That's what it says. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell, Al May from uh, the Washington Capitals broadcasts on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.